surprise and shine. Warning, what you're about to listen to is unlike anything you've ever heard on college radio before. This program contains strong opinions and perspectives from the freshest minds in today's society. It may not be suitable for audiences not ready for their weeks to start off right. With Von Lee, the lights get in charge, and Justice Gray, your local supervillain. And now, it's time for Morning Commute. Man, wake that up. <laughs> Good morning to the birds, to the bees, to the flowers in the trees. Rise and shine, yo. It is time to start your morning commute. My name is Vaughn Lee. Good morning, Justice. Good morning, Vaughn. What's good? Not much, bro. Um, I like that it's getting lighter outside earlier. Yeah, facts. facts. It's, it looks, it's already like daylight outside. When is uh, daylight saving? Sunday. It's Sunday? Yeah, so. Mm. Set shot clocks. We're losing an hour of sleep, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Which sucks, but it is nice that it's getting uh, it's getting brighter out. Yeah, and it's going to be nicer, too. Have you seen the weather for this week? Not nah, After it... tomorrow, or after today, it's going to be in the 60s all week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. People are going to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, feel, I don't know how you I feel You already know that. what it is. Uh, how was your uh, How was your weekend? <laughs> oh man, uh, I think your weekend was the same as mine. Well, bro, actually, I mean, I didn't even share this with you. I've had just a very um, bittersweet week overall. But before I get into my stuff, because I'm gonna, I have like stories to tell. How was your week before we get into the weekend? Backtrack. We'll go all the way back. Uh, my week was pretty busy, you know, between you know work and school, work and. You know, the content I do, I've been pretty busy, but um, yes, it's sir. been pretty good. Content king. Yeah, man, I've been trying to stay consistent, man. Content poppy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, well, so last week, Tuesday, Um. so I've been trying to, for people that know me know, I'm a big fan of The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1. Um, <laughs> Yo, so much has happened this week, I forgot about that. Bro, that was, it's be been such a long week. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Breakfast Club on Power 105, and I called in. They do a segment called "Get It Off Your Chest," and I called in to, uh, to because so we've mentioned obviously our IBS Award conference was this weekend, and Angela Yee was the speaker for that. Um, and she, I tried to call in just to like talk about the show, you know, to get mm-hmm. hype for the show, yada yada yada, and. You got through. I got through. Yeah, I'm trying to stall to pull up the clip. Yeah, <laughs> producers are late this morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here's the clip. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Morning, morning, morning. Who's this? My name is Vaughn. Vaughn, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. First of all, I want to say good morning, Envy. Good morning, Miss Yee, and good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, King. Good morning. I like how you're saying my name, sir. Yeah, I don't know. Drum will hit my drops for me. Hit the Charlemagne. That's all you got? That's it? Miss <laughs> <laughs> um, Yee, I wanted to talk to you because I'm um, a college student. I know you're hosting the IBS Super Awards this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I am. I wanted, to, I wanted to throw myself out there because I love and appreciate the Breakfast Club. Y'all are a true inspiration. And I am the program director of Brave New Radio, which Ms. E, I also know you came to a couple years ago also. And I host a college morning show on the my school award, too. Okay. So you, and um, IBS, what does that stand for? In that irritable bowel, bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, hopefully not that. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, good luck. Yeah, uh, y'all can check out Morning Commute. It comes on Brave New Radio from 6 to 9 a.m. 
um, or you can check it out on podcast platforms. So, yes, sir. Sorry, we're on at that same time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know, but we're on well, at that same time. I don't know we'll if try to catch it afterwards. One day. It's just right, Monday. Okay, one day. Yeah. So um, this is another example why your industry, bro. Wait, why your industry is hell, bro? You were on Fallon, and now you're on the Breakfast Club. Shouting us out. I guess so. This, this man is this man is industry, bro. I'm I about to see him at the Rock Nation brunch next. I guess so. Whenever it is. Um. So yeah, that was the beginning of of last week, and then what else happened throughout my week? Um. Something else happened this week. I finally got a haircut. I went home. I got a haircut. Tough. And then, so yeah, we had our IBS Awards conference this weekend. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear us shouting from the rooftops, so you would assume that, yeah. We lost. We didn't lose. We lost. We're just not winners. <laughs> That's how we you lost. need to look at it. I don't know what's going on with the music, why it's not playing. I guess it knows <laughs> it's sad. We're sad right now, so. Um, also, I didn't tell you about this either. Um, an old friend passed away. Uh, yeah, I saw in your story. Yeah, Friday. So I've just been... um. Not dealing, because there's definitely people who are closer to her than I was. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, like, just take that away from them. But, yeah, I was going through that. So uh, it's been a bittersweet week, um, up and down. But it's been a very long week. I will say that much. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, but, yeah, that's all that's going on with us. Uh, I guess, I mean, we're still going to keep doing whatever we're going to do. Look, man, we're nominated, bro. <laughs> top five. We're in the, yeah, in the top, top five. Top five college man. radio morning show in the country. Yeah. You know, that, that's still something. Yeah, you know. So, congrats to the winner. Uh, congrats to um, all the other winners. We we had, we had a couple of winners uh, coming from the from the uh, from the com department. Um, shout out to Tiernan Doyle. Shout out to Tiernan who won um for the late night delight for his show. Yes, sir. Um, which is uh, his college radio day show. And then shout out to everybody part of WPTV that won also. Yes, you sir, guys are a couple um, winners. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So if this is it, just feels so weird without the music, but uh. The devil's working against us today. But uh, if this is your first time listening, we are Morning Commute, uh, Willie P's Campus Morning Show. We're live on the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio, every single Monday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Start your day the right way with us because your Monday mornings will never be the same. Uh, you can tweet us all morning long at CommuteBNR. We would love to hear from you. You can go subscribe to uh, Brave New Radio's YouTube channel at Brave New Radio or YouTube.com slash Brave New Radio. You can check out clips from us there because, of course, hearing our voices isn't enough. Uh, we're going to go play some music And when we come back We have your morning news We'll be talking about The recent STEMI bill That has been passed uh, Some new mask mandates In countries And some allegations Against Governor Andrew Cuomo All that and more is on the way So stay tuned Happy Monday Roz and Sean Yo we all your morning Commute crew Von Leak and Justice Greg Good morning um, I was just thinking you Because you just You you spread these lies That I'm industry I'm not You are industry I'm not You are industry bro I'm not Regardless from industry, I'm not a winner. So Extreme. <laughs> you don't have to be a winner to be industry. You know what, bro? <laughs> you st- you still won though. You kinda because you um yeah, I guess. you sports desk won and you're on yeah. sports desk. You just weren't on the episode that they yeah, submitted. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to sports desk. Shout out to all of our com department just in general because uh, yeah. Schaefer, the William Patterson TV uh, club president, won. Uh, um, shout out to John, who's the yeah. social media director. Shout out to uh, sports desk. Shout out to. Uh, uh, what's it called? No, the late night delight. I'm sorry, I, was, I wanted to say his name, but I wanted to say the show. Um, somebody else won, right? No, I think that's it. Something else in TV won. No, um, well, like I said, shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the winners. Period. I'm not. Yep. We're not salty that we lost. I'm upset that we didn't win, but I'm not salty at like who won or whatever, or just or just anything in general. Because I was I lost all four awards that I was nominated for. 
So <laughs> I mean, we just gotta, but we got We just got to. Uh, at least your parents are still together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm the real winner this weekend. Um, and, and all of your life. <laughs> but um, we just got to keep it pushing, man. Just got to keep making content. Um, you know, hopefully, we'll, hopefully, we'll be able to get it uh next year. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. We just got to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, coming well, up with this great or, show. Or get, yeah, and get better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's time for uh, headlines. Yes, sir. Uh, President Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus bill was passed on Saturday. The Senate approved uh, this package with a 50 to 49 vote with one Republican absent uh, during a 27 hour long session. Uh, The package, which still must pass the House before it heads to Mr. Biden's desk to be signed into law, is the first major legislative initiative of his presidency. Um, This bill seeks to slow down the coronavirus pandemic, fix the sluggish economy and protect the neediest people within it. Republicans voted unanimously against it and um, called it unnecessary and unaffordable. Hmm. It, it would inject vast amounts of federal resources into the economy, including one-time direct payments for up to $1,400 for hundreds of millions of Americans, jobless aid of $300 a week to last through the summer, money for distributing coronavirus vaccines and relief for states, cities, schools, and small businesses struggling during the pandemic. Yeah, we kind of reported on this last week, but they finally they passed the bill. Yeah. Um. So, I also heard I don't know exactly what it is, but I don't think we think this has to do with the stimmy. I think this has to do with um taxes. I don't know, but parents or I think all adults get fourteen hundred for all of their dependents, and even if they're COVID or COVID, even if they're college students. So mm. keep an eye out on y'all parents' taxes and whatever checks and stuff they get because they owe you fourteen hundred. Yeah, I think my parents put me down as dependent, so dependent. Yeah, yeah, dependent. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I want my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, mom? <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, uh, this man, uh, and Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves both announced last week that this Wednesday they'll be lifting both states' mask mandates and cooling out on enforcing COVID protocols. All businesses of any type are allowed to open. 100%. That includes any type of entity in Texas. Also, I am ending the statewide mask mandate. Now, despite these changes, remember this. Removing state mandates does not end personal responsibility or the importance of caring for your family members and caring for your friends and caring for others in your community. Now, shortly after uh, Governor Abbott made his announcement, Governor Reeves of Mississippi went on to announce the same. Uh, He said, quote, our hospitalizations and case numbers have plummeted and the vaccine is being rapidly distributed. Uh, Distributed? Distributed? Same thing. Uh, Obviously, CDC officials have stood up against this. Uh, President Biden expressed his concerns against this while announcing uh, that the U.S. will have enough COVID vaccines for every adult by the end of May. Now, I'm pretty sure that uh, as of two weeks ago, uh, Texas had a, a bigger things that they yeah. were supposed to be taking care of. Yeah. And that's not to, like, diss Texas. It's just the governor. <laughs> it was just interesting. The, the timing was very interesting uh, for me. Um, it was the timing for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, 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 that's another one of the phrases that been ruined by uh, Twitter. It, yeah, we'll plug, we'll plug later. Later, later. Um, but uh, as far as this, at first... I, um, I wasn't really feeling this when I heard this. I was I was in shock, but I don't know what the COVID numbers look like in Texas. So 
they're they're not the highest they've been, but they have it. They're not like scaled down. I've heard multiple different reports. He said something during his whole conference, and then I heard like a health official say something else. But regardless, if I'm if if okay, another guy. I hate to keep. I don't hate to keep coming back to this, but if we're nominated, right? Okay. <laughs> if we're nominated, that means we are doing something good. Mm-hmm. So when we get nominated, does it make sense? To either stop doing a show or just half-ass the show? No. No. If you are, if you're trying to get uh, muscles, if you've been working out and on a diet for for six months and you're you want to reach what two hundred pounds and you're at what two oh five, you're just gonna stop? No. So that means to that you're that it makes no sense to just back down on whatever it is that you've been doing for COVID uh, your COVID protocols. And I, I I'm I'm kind of with the whole um. Like the business thing, like obviously businesses need to open. They need their money, small or big. But that's just, the main reason. Yeah, but that's the main reason. There's you can still do that following safe uh, COVID protocols. And there's um a number of businesses who well, there's an, everybody. You don't you 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 don't have to not wear a mask. It's not like the mandate is don't wear a mask, but you don't have to wear a mask. But so businesses are still saying that they're going to require people to wear masks inside uh, their places, and obviously you won't get in trouble for it, but. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, uh, businesses is probably a big uh, reason for this decision. Um, and, um, you know, if COVID is under control in Texas, like they say it is, you know, maybe this isn't a bad thing necessarily. But I didn't like his reasoning for it. His reasoning was basically, okay, I'm going to end this mask mandate and I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Um, people are stupid. That's just, uh, you know, not a scientific fact, but um, we've seen that. Uh, COVID has uh, been. It a, can be proven. It, it, it may, maybe, but I mean, look, look how other countries have dealt with COVID compared to us, you know. And that and we can't just all blame it on the government. A, a big part of it is us, like us as people. Yeah. You know. So if, if we're gonna leave it up to the people of Texas, I don't really trust them. Well, you know? um, there's 11 states that never required face coverings. Uh, that's Alaska, Arizona, Florida, Georgia. I'm not surprised by those last two. Uh, Idaho, Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, and Tennessee. They never ever had like a fa- uh, a, fa- a face covering thing. Then, See, not only five states are now, uh, along with Texas and Mississippi, Iowa, Montana, and North Dakota are also ending their, if not have already ended their mask mandates. You see, Florida and, and Georgia, Florida and Georgia, that I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but they should should have definitely had a mask mandate. But those other states you named, probably. Their population isn't that, you know, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, population probably isn't that crazy, you know. So that's understandable. COVID probably didn't hit them as bad as it did on the East Coast. But uh, Georgia and Florida, man. Texas is one of in the. It's in the top five, like, most infected states, I believe. I yeah, think it's like, it's like California. Bugging. I think Texas is number two. I think New York is like five. So. They're bugging. Atlanta's been, Atlanta's been hot. Um, Georgia just in general. Yeah, Mainly but, Atlanta, but, but uh, yeah. this weekend, this was All Star Weekend. Yeah, so a lot of people were in Atlanta for, for some reason, like which which is weird because um, the All Star game didn't even allow full capacity. So why is everyone in Atlanta for what? Um, I know we heard that story right about the 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 chick who um, who went to All Star Weekend with like four hundred dollars or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she um she went to All Star Weekend with four hundred dollars, but didn't have any money, so she set up a GoFundMe because she. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any money to stay anywhere nor get home. I don't know where she lived at. I have to go look it up. 
And so, and people were donating to her crazy Why? ass. Why? There's no reason to donate. Why am I going to donate to you just because, like, you're, you're... She said that her unemployment didn't kick in, like... Yeah, she was What if I started GoFundMe, oh, I get paid next week, but I'm hungry now? Yeah. She probably related to Gorilla Glue Girl. Dumb decisions by probably. clearly capable, grown adults. Thanks. Speaking of dumb decisions, Governor Andrew Cuomo is facing sexual assault allegations, um... A former aide of his, Anna Liss, uh, said that he asked her if she had a boyfriend, called her sweetheart, touched her on her lower back at a reception, and once kissed her on her hand as she rose from her desk. Anna served as his aide from 2013 to 2015. She said that the actions by Mr. Cuomo were unsolicited and occurred in the first year of her working with him. Uh, Miss Miss Liss is the third female aide to accuse uh, Governor Cuomo of inappropriate behavior in the workplace. The two other former aides have said that he sexually harassed them. Another former advisor, Lindsey Bolin, said that Cuomo tried to kiss her on the lips in his office and during a 2017 flight on his plane suggested that they play strip poker. Um, Governor Cuomo has apologized for making people feel uncomfortable. He said that he never touched anyone inappropriately and he said it was unintentional and I truly deeply apologize for it. I feel awful about it and frankly, I'm embarrassed. They've had, so I mean, did, did he? Is that denying it? Um, I don't know. They, I'm not gonna. It's not a smear campaign that they've had on Cuomo for a while, but they've been trying to bring Cuomo down for a minute. Well, yeah, 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 um, definitely. I know, I know a lot of Republicans are are pushing for him to resign. Chris Cuomo, Some Democrats that, are too, though. Yeah, Chris Cuomo said that he can't um he can't speak on it at the moment. So. But I don't know. I don't know whether these are true or not. Like I said, I know there's other things on on Cuomo. He that did. They, he didn't make a response to it though. What did he say? He said, because um, a lot of people are pushing him to to resign, and um, his exact quote was, I was elected by the people of the state, not by politicians. I'm not going to resign because of allegations. The premise of resigning because of allegations is actually anti-democratic. Not really. I mean, not really. And, I mean, we just seen who just left the, the Oval Office, and that wasn't even allegations. That was stuff that was proven. Um, his apology was kind of weird. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't do this. It was kind of like, oh, I didn't mean to. Jumping around. Well, well. Yeah, so. Hopefully this isn't true. But, I mean. Yeah, I don't want to, like, speak on allegations. But, I mean, whether If it is true, do you think he should, he should resign? I, I think a lot of people should resign for the things that they do. But we just, I mean, <laughs> look at where we are as a, as a, uh, as a country. Good point. And a democracy. Good point. I, that's why I call this place the divided states of America. Facts. Yeah. Um, Industry Vaughn, back at it again. Oh, God. With, uh, with, the, with the bars, with the quotables. Back at it again with the quotables. <laughs> with the quotables. Uh, now, uh, moving on, a woman named Sadiqa Abdul Salam. She was arrested and charged with reckless endangerment, uh, endangering the welfare of a child and abandonment of a child after leaving her four year old daughter, Sadaya. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Excuse me if I'm not. Uh, alone on the street in the middle of the Bronx after midnight. Surveillance video shows Sadiqa as she walks away from her daughter just 10 minutes before police came and found her. Uh, the police took her to the hospital and she was released in good physical health to a child services facility. Um, it's crazy because I was just telling my pop this weekend that um, the story that we were talking about for WTF last week with the dude who ate his neighbor's heart and then ate his four-year-old second cousin's heart. I think about, I have a five-year-old sister, so I think about stuff in that situation. And then now this, like, in the video, you literally watch the, like, the mom. Like, she crosses the street without her daughter, 
And the daughter like follows through. She waits for her, and then she just walks off while the daughter's just standing there looking like like helpless. It's just like, I don't know. Some people just don't deserve to have kids. Yeah, definitely. That that's that's heartbreaking, man. Um, the fact that she would do that to, to a kid is 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 disgusting. It, it really shows that some people shouldn't be parents, and you know sometimes aren't ready to be parents. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully she, uh, hopefully she finds a home, you know, full of people that you know will love her. Yeah, they're still tracking down on um, the rest, like her family, to see if she has any relatives. I don't know who else she has that's in her life to be able to take care of her. But I mean, if they find someone, hopefully, you know, she doesn't come in contact with her mom again. Mm, yeah, midnight, bro, in in the Bronx. Yeah, that's nuts. The Bronx, that's nuts, like that's straight up. I don't care anywhere, but like the Bronx is just like that's like I literally don't care. Like yeah. what happens to you? Scary yeah. man. People are crazy. Yeah, uh, but that's all we got for headlines. Up next, keep it one hundred. Justice, what we talk about? Yeah, I'm gonna keep be keeping it one hundred on the Coming to America sequel. <laughs> uh, Suzette, did you watch it? No. Oh, well, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna let you guys know now. Spoiler alert: We're gonna spoil the movie. Justice and I watched it over the weekend, so um, yeah, he dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it one hundred. Is after the break. Don't move. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Von Leek and Justice Greg. Good morning. Right now, it is time for my brother Justice to keep it one hundred. Yes, sir. So, uh, the sequel to coming to it's coming to America. That's that's what it's like officially titled. Right? <laughs> clever. Yeah, very very clever. <laughs> um, it was released on Amazon Prime over the weekend, and uh, it got some mixed reviews. Von, I know you said you liked it, right? Yeah, I thought it was well. Yeah, I liked it. Well, I'll I'll give you more in depth after you're done. Yeah. Uh, personally, me, I'm I'm kind of indifferent towards it. Um, it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't necessarily like a great movie either. You know, um, I mean, there were some funny moments, but there was also some parts that were extremely corny to me. Uh, I thought that some of the accents were really bad. Like Rick Ross, Rick Ross should not have been to that movie, bro. <laughs> bro, that man's house is crazy. Yeah, his house is crazy, but his his accent was not. His accent was 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 bad, bro. Um, who else? Wesley Wesley Snipes' accent was okay. Uh, Tiana Taylor's wasn't that great either. I'll be honest. Shout out to you. She had like two lines in that, bro. She's like <laughs> saying two songs and they like said like she was like in one scene. Um, I feel like a lot of people in the movie were just like there just to be there, you know, just for like big names like Morgan Freeman randomly pulled up for for some weird reason. Um, but like story wise though, um, it was pretty much the same story as the as the first movie. If you haven't seen that, oh, it's been thirty years. Um, but just they they just did it with like his his long lost son. Um, overall, I feel like most of the funny moments is them taking like jokes or playing off the first movie. Um, and I think that's the case for a lot of sequels. Um, when you come out with a movie as successful as Coming to America, it's hard to come out with a sequel just as good, let alone better. Um, I mean, I think there's like a handful of sequels that we can honestly say are as good as the original. You know, I can't even think of one off top, but I know there there's there's a couple, I'd say maybe like uh, Incredibles was, was really good. Um, yeah, I can't even, I can't even think of any more. Um, but honestly, I think that um, I don't think this is one of those cases. And um, I already know what you're going to say, Vaughn. You know, you can't compare it to the original, but you have to. You know, you can't look at this as its own movie because. If you do, it wouldn't be that funny. Most of the movie draws from the original movie, so you have to compare it to the first movie. Um, if you didn't watch the original Coming to America, you wouldn't like this movie. It, it wouldn't be that funny to you. 
Um, me personally, I probably won't, you know, it was cool, but I probably won't go back to watching this. Um, as far as sequels in generals, I feel like they're very hard to do. But if a movie came out 30 years ago, don't bother making a sequel to it. You know, it's, just, it's like you're just asking for disappointment at that point. You know, how do you feel about it? I agree with the fact that um, the expectation for this movie was for it to be just as good as part one, obviously. And I would say nothing can come close to touching, uh, yeah. can come close to touching Coming to America one. Of That's course. a fact. And a lot of the things in Coming to America or Coming to America <laughs> were like spinoff jokes of the first one. You know, there was a yeah. lot of and they made sure they hit like a lot of the, the different moments. You know, they brought back out sexual chocolate. Um, <laughs> they uh, by, by the way, his when he did Randy Watson in the second one, he sounds so much like Respucia yeah. from, from uh, Norbit. Um, but. I don't know. A lot of people were just saying it was trash because they were trying to compare it to the first one, and it was not the first one. I think I think another bad thing about it was the fact that because this was 32 years later, people were expecting it. People, You don't think of a sequel 32 years later, so people thought it was like a remake, yeah. and that's not what it was supposed to be. Um, minus the woman that played his mom in the original movie who, uh, God rest her soul, mm. it brought back everybody that it was in the original movie, <laughs> except... Um, uh, Wesley Snipes wasn't Jen, wasn't Izzy in the first one, right? Mm. Yeah, so um, I I enjoyed that. Wesley Snipes was funny. Yeah, they they was I think it was all funny. There was a lot of like for like when he would like a lot of the dances that he was doing when they like they kept bringing him into the 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 thing was uh, hilarious. But I don't know the movie just I've heard mixed reviews because people are just expecting it to be something that it wasn't, and I think that's how the lens we have to look at it at. Like it's not what the original was. Um, I personally. I I hadn't watched the full first coming to America until this weekend. I got oh, wow. definitely seen bits and pieces, and my it's pop, funny, right? Yeah, no, it was hilarious. Yeah, and my I, it's it's, it's weird because I read somewhere it was like this romantic comedy. I was like, what? But in a sense, that's really what it is. Yeah. Um, and my pop like think of anything that you know like the top of like the back of your hand, and my, that's my pop with this movie. Um, what do you think of it? Um, I'm sure he'll text in because he's listening. He thought we all watched it together. I know he thought it was funny. I don't know if he thought it was. I, well, I know he definitely doesn't think it was as good as the original. I, all right, no one is gonna say it's as good as the original. Matter but of fact, I just think that as as far as like the the comedy wise, I feel like it was so much drawing to the original, where kind of like the comedy was in that in this movie was like 30 years old. Um, I didn't think that. I thought that there was some good aspects of the movie. Like I said, Wesley Snipes was funny. I thought that um, they were able to introduce like some new characters, like their kids. Um, well, and I think they did a good job of that. I did not like Leslie Jones was was annoying. I think bro. Leslie Jones was. It was too much for me. It was like kind of like unbearable at a point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think one of the things about Leslie Jones. They they had Leslie Jones was the perfect person to play for that role because it was supposed to be like a I agree a quote unquote hood mom like what were they from the Bronx what were they from Queens oh, yeah I'm sorry that was sorry. but it was that times a thousand mm -hmm. like Leslie Jones was over the top Leslie Jones in this right and it came off as I don't want to say corny but like kind of like unbearable um, I thought that they should probably should have picked someone else to to um probably play his son too 
he wasn't a bad actor. I they would said say. they said that there was gonna be Michael B. Jordan, but they didn't want the film to be about Michael B. Jordan because then it would have took away I attention from everything else. I get it. He didn't do a bad. The the, the, the kid didn't do a bad job. I want to say, but um, I don't think he did a a great job either. I don't think like he had a standout performance or anything like that. I don't know, bro. I feel like if you if you if you didn't watch the original, you're not gonna think this is funny. If you just watch this movie as what it is, you're not gonna go back to it or think it's funny. Pop. Yo. Good morning, Father. How good are morning. you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? What's good, Justin? What's good? We got the biggest coming to America fan on the line. So, oh uh, yeah, we wanted to hear your take. Um, my take was it was pretty good. Um, I wasn't looking for a lot of people. Um, I think one of the reasons he made the movie is you know it wasn't it wasn't for the fact that he wanted everybody to um have the same feeling as they did uh, as the first one. I think he just wanted to, you know, bring the story back. You'll never get the same feeling that you did with the first one because the first one was too much of a classic. But for what it was, for what, you know, he employed a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. He brought back mostly everybody except for um, his wife's sister, Patrice, and then a the boyfriend, Daryl. And then, you know, the mom died, Aeolion. But everybody else he brought back, um, he employed a lot of black people. And, you know, it was it was pretty decent. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too mad at it at all. Just because you can never, ever, the way Eddie, Mur- the, uh, Eddie Murphy's height, he, he can never reach that again, you know. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty good. And that's one of the reasons I thought it was just, I thought it was funny. And again, other than the fact that I'm not, like I haven't, like I just watched the first one. I didn't have high expectations with this one to outdo the first one because that's just one of them things you no. just can't yeah you just can't outdo so yeah. i wasn't i I, th- I guess i thought it was better than you think it was justice because i didn't go into it with high expectations like oh this is gonna well, be as great as the was. first one yeah i mean neither- right. a lot of people who had expectations of laughing at every you know because the first one you let i mean it was so many different things to laugh at and you laughed so many different times the expectations were so high i didn't go yeah. with it go um go into it with high expectations First off, it's my favorite movie of all. I know every single line from that movie from beginning <laughs> to end. So I was just looking really, you know, just to see where the storyline was going to go. And I was, you know, thoroughly, like I said, I was thoroughly happy that he, he employed a lot of different people. Um, on Justice Take about the, um, one of y'all just said, I'm not even sure which one of y'all said it, but no, what Wesley Snipes did was the original guy, his name was General Z. He's the son of General Z. So the, okay, in, okay. A, in the original one, the guy offered his daughter, and that's who Akeem was supposed to marry. So that's supposed to be um, the brother now. That's who Wesley Snipes is. He's her brother. Mm. So the father wasn't on it either. I'm assuming he passed away also, but that's who Wesley Snipes' character supposed to be. Oh. Yeah, he was definitely funny. I think he was one of the, mo- the more funny characters in, <laughs> in this one. Um, yeah, but no, the storyline, like I said, it was it was pretty good for you know what today is. Yeah, for what it was. Right, right, right. But it could never be, you know, what it was before. And I think a lot of older people, I think just because nostalgic reasons, they was looking for that same thing. And, you know, you can't look for that because it'll never be that. But like I said, for what it was, for what it was worth, I I liked it. It was good. Now, to both of y'all. So Eddie Murphy said that he may do Coming to America 3 in 15 years, or I think whenever he turns 75. How do y'all feel about that? I think he just saying that to say it, you know, uh, Hopefully he's around by. Uh, hopefully he's around in that uh, at that time. Just for you know, I don't. I, I don't. I don't uh, wish death upon nobody. But he won't. He won't do another one because they wasn't even going to do this one for years and years. People was asking right. for it, and him and Arsenio made a pact that they never was going to do it. 
why he changed his mind, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to do another one. I mean, look, it, it was a good moment, and I didn't go into it with high yeah. expectations either. I kind of knew it was going to be what it was, but um, it was it was okay. I will say this though: I don't want to sound mean, but like the the people in the barbershop, how are they still alive? Yeah, like I know it's saying, a movie. I've but been like, saying that. <laughs> how are they? St- <laughs> Everybody was thinking the same thing, but you know what? Their 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 characters. It was it was so iconic that he had to bring them back. That's what I think yeah. it was because in the first one they played such an intricate part. And, you know, and more scenes. They didn't have a big scene there, but I think they brought them back just enough, you know, just that everybody's like, oh, okay, they still here. But in the first one, <laughs> their, I mean, their line, their, all of their lines in the first one, from the time they was in the barbershop to the time that they was at, um, when they went to the place where he first met Lisa McDowell, his wife, mm-hmm. it was so iconic. He had no, re- he, he had to bring them back, especially the other guy was still alive because Eddie Murphy and Arsenio played the other guys, but the other guy was still alive, so he had to put them in there some way. So hey, yeah. it's cool to Kente. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um something else that Arsenio and Eddie Murphy had said too was that um when they made the first one, they had to put Louis Anderson, who was the the cashier guy at McDowell's in the film yeah. because he they had to put one white person in because it was too many not too many black people, but they were like, We need one white person because <laughs> there's this all black cast. But I bet you they didn't yeah, say that about the all white movies though. <laughs> it's never like that It's never yeah, like that Alright I just wanted to throw you on the line I know you are coming to America Extraordinaire I know every Single line in that movie Front to back Left to right <laughs> Matter of fact My wife don't even watch the movie with me She said cause I won't watch you Just narrate the whole damn, damn movie Yep That's, that's a fact <laughs> Alright Pop I'll talk to you soon Peace Alright y'all have a good morning Thank yeah, you, you too, too. Yeah, my my pop literally like with the timing and everything, literally the biggest coming to America fan. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I didn't think it was bad. I just think that uh, sequels are hard to do. Some movies don't need sequels. I think Coming to America was one of those, and this was a good moment. But I mean, if it's if you come out with a classic and it's been thirty years, there's no need for another one. Something like um, Jumanji. Jumanji, but that was more. They that's did, like remake. They did a remake, but now they have sequels of the remakes. Yeah, with The Rock, right? The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Nick Jonas. Which weren't bad. And I don't know who the, the shawty is, but... <laughs> yeah, but I, those aren't bad either. I, I think I think those those were actually pretty good. But, like, uh, remember The Rock redid uh, Baywatch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah. I didn't see that, but I heard it was bad. <laughs> I heard it was bad. I don't know. So, moral of the story is keep these sequels. Where did, I think also with TV shows, but the sad thing is, though, that... People's attention spans. I was having this conversation with my barber actually. People's attention spans are so, yeah, not only short, but just they don't they don't give attention to certain things to like if they're not familiar with it. And that's why it's so hard for a lot of new actors, actresses, or even directors and writers to break through because people don't want new ideas. They want to they they want something they're familiar with, but then complain whenever it's not what they expected it to be. That's what push. That's what they uh they push Hollywood like people. My people in the industry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, no, say, say, nah, your industry. No, <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's, that's your people's. To create like these these reboots and stuff. Like mm-hmm. Rugrats is coming back out. It's gonna oh, be yeah. a CGI on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah, your inside sources told you that. Google, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. I saw that too. Um, How do you feel about that? I don't know, bro. I don't like that Blues Clues is CGI now. So I don't know what We're Rugrats CGI is gonna it. be. And there's a lot of shows, bro, that just they couldn't. The jokes that that like that were uh, able to be made in like 
back in their time, they're just not able to be made now. Because um, like we Rugrats? said, too woke. Just in general. I don't think Rugrats had that many of those, but I mean, we're not going to be watching it. So I feel like it's whatever, you know. Like the Boondocks wouldn't survive now. I Carly, I'm not going to say it wouldn't survive now because they're bringing that back too, but it's just not the same. Like, remember that kid Jeremy that used to be sneezing everywhere? Definitely yeah. can't do that in this culture. Oh, yeah, 1,000. Yeah, we talked about that. I Carly, um, it's just not that possible. To, it's not possible to really blow up as, as easily as that. Their first show, they had what? How many views? Like, they had 40-something thousand views just randomly. It's not going to happen. I just think that, like, live TV, like, as far as, like, I just think that TV is kind of, like, dying. I think that streaming is kind of taking over, over, like, you know, like, live TV, live channels, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I just I, think that's a part of it. I think that these these TV networks are trying, like, whatever they can, you know? So, like, Rugrats was successful. All right, let's reboot it, bring it back, make it look different. Yeah, Maybe they're making a bunch of SpongeBob success. spinoffs. Yeah. So. Yeah, the the the, uh, the Patrick Star spinoff. Mm, no, they have they have another one is already out now on oh, yeah? Paramount Plus, I think. Yikes! And yeah, the, there's a Patrick Star show coming out in uh, in the summer. A lot of cartoon talk today. We have a lot of we have a lot of cartoon talk today for some reason. Yeah, yeah, we have that coming up in some more headlines. But um, <laughs> that was keep it one. Share your opinion on Twitter. Um, what do y'all feel about the Coming to America sequel? Do you think it was? Do you think it lived up to the hype? Do you do you think it was trash? Are you one of the people that are just comparing it to the first one? Let us know. Tweet us at commute BNR. We would love to hear your opinion. Uh, when we come back, we're new sh- music Monday. Yeah, we're sharing some new music. We got some new music playing at the top of the hour. Um, I'm a yeah. We got some new music playing at the top of the hour. We're gonna play some Drake. Uh, one of the songs off of his new is that even an EP? Technically, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're going to play that. Scary hours. Yeah. Ooh. And then we're going to share some more stuff with y'all when we come back. All that and more is on the way, so stay tuned. Happy Monday. Oh, man. Uh, Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Von Leek, Justice Greg. Good morning. (laughs) Uh, That's the last time I say that. Okay. (laughs) 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 On the break things. Y'all, some new music dropped over the weekend, so it's time for New Music Monday. Uh, Justice, tell the people about some of the heat. I said this a couple weeks ago, Von, like, there's there's points where like nothing will drop and then all of a sudden there's a weekend where everyone drops. Yeah, by the way, that was uh What's Next by Drake. That was one of the that was the first song off his um EP. Yeah, Drake Drake dropped a little three song EP uh titled Scary Hours Two. Uh dropped three songs, What's Next, and then he dropped um a song with Lil Baby. I forgot the name of it. Um which was good. And then um he Wants also, and Needs. Yeah, Wants and Needs. I thought that was that was good. And then he dropped uh, Lemon Pepper Freestyle. With uh, Rick Ross, he's a snippet of that. Producers, got it. Um, I thought that these three songs were good. I I thought that um, that's a, that's saying a lot from you. Yeah, it it, it is. I know <laughs> I'm very I know I'm very critical of uh, rappers and Drake specifically. Um, but I like these. I think that the the the, the track you played before the uh, what's um, next during the break, yeah, yeah, what's next? I thought I thought that was pretty good. Nothing crazy, you know. Just like I just like the beat. Um, I thought that the little baby song was really good. Um, I'm not a big little baby guy. Um, I've said that many times, but little baby out rap Drake. He had a he had a, a really fire verse, and then Drake and Ross really never miss. Honestly, like pretty much. Almost all the songs they've done together have been hits. 
And I think that this is probably another one. Um, I wouldn't mind a Drake Ross collab album, honestly. Me neither. That would actually be. That would actually. Be I, I, w- I wouldn't mind Rick Ross inviting me to his crib. I mean, you're you're industry. Set it up, bro. Stop saying that. <laughs> but but um, why am I industry? <laughs> bro, we'll get into it in another segment. Why am I? Industry? We're talking about the new music, bro. Okay. All right, not every segment can be about you and your connects. I guess. But um, as as far as this though, I think that uh, I think Certified Loverboard is gonna be pretty good. I low key have high expectations. I, mean, I hope so because um. Darkling demo tapes was 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 good. I thought I really liked um, the single he came out after, uh, "Laugh Now, Cry Later," and I like these three. So hopefully Drake comes out with some with, with some uh, with some fire. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, it's been a minute. We'll see though. Speaking well, of, not as long of a minute for me because I'm a fan of some of Drake's recent stuff. But you, uh, yeah, uh, controversial to say the least. Yeah, but uh, speaking of fire, uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack dropped a single called. Leave the door open. Producers. Oops, that was the whole song. Oh, you producers. Oh my god, these producers, they're lacking. See. I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So if you're trying to lay these hearts, I'm gonna leave the door open. Yeah, bro. Fire. I I already like I, Funny enough, when Suzette um, came on Stay Woke, we did top five uh, Bruno Mars songs, and I'm a I'm a big Anderson Pack fan. Uh, yeah. I love Anderson Pack and a lot of the stuff that he's doing. So, and I already had ex- high expectations for this song when it dropped, and I'm excited for the rest of the project. Well, we heard about it. Um, we were confused. <laughs> not only that, but I think we were both excited because I think that they they uh, their styles complement each other a little bit. Both yeah. of them of like, but Bruno R&B, Mars is soul, just so versatile funk. too. Yeah, like you've that's heard true. That's Bruno true. do R and B soul kind of pop, like R. Uh, just, uh, what am I talking about? Bruno Mars has just done everything. He's just climbed to the top of the Billboard charts with a number of different genres. Like yeah, this is like a like a funky but like R and like like a soul type thing. Um, I feel like the whole project's gonna be like this. He's and I'm, done. I'm here for it. He's done Uptown Funk. He's done just to like I just to cover the range of what Bruno Mars can do. Uptown Funk. Then he's gone to what It Will Rain. Then uh, Treasure. Uh, like the Bruno Mars, he has a, he has a, a vast uh, range. So mm. and I'm excited to see Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack's been doing good things already, but like I'm just excited to see him keep breaking through the through the mold. Yeah. Yeah, definitely excited for. And the music video is amazing for that. For that, I didn't see the music video. The music video is real dope. Where I'll check it out later, but um, yeah, definitely we're both of us definitely on the look for for that album. Mm -hmm. Silk Um, Sonic, Silk Sonic, yeah. Um, Baby Keem dropped a new single called No Sense. Um, do you know who Baby Keem is? I've heard of him. Up and coming artist. Uh, he's Kendrick Lamar's cousin. Oh. Um, producers, we got a snippet of this. Yeah, this was this, uh, this is called No Sense. It wasn't one of his best songs, but still, I, th- I thought it was a good song. Remember this name, bro, Baby Keem. Baby Keem is about to blow up, bro. What's the song Baby Keem got with Hooligan? Hooligan, yeah. Oh, that's that's what the song's called? called oh, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that was I think the last single we came out with. Um, Baby King gonna blow up soon, bro. I, I I'm getting real industry plant vibes from Baby King, but like in a good way. Um, the fact that he's Kendrick Lamar's cousin, I feel like Kendrick Loki like writes for him. Mm-hmm. But um, ghostwriter. Well, not really ghost, but but um, I'm I'm telling you, bro. 
couple months from now, everyone will be talking about Baby Keem. I'm, I'm calling it right now. But um, Tory Lanez dropped a project uh, called, <laughs> I don't know what the project is called, but here's a snippet of one of the songs called uh, Her Slash Are You Dumb. Money ain't in hand and the plan get aborted. Slick with that finesse, I bet she'll make you feel important. But ain't nothing important to her. Ain't nothing important. But Benjamin's important. That's the first uh, Tory Lanez that we played on the station in a while. Mm. Due to uh, recent allegations that are brewing. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought I canceled him like my first episode. Yeah. But apparently you can't can't keep him away. Uh, the project is called uh, Playboy. Mm. This song wasn't he bad. He has uh, features with um, Chris Brown. You didn't like it? I didn't hear the whole Suzette project. didn't like it. Oh, that was the that and then oh yeah yeah the Chris, the Chris Brown drum was the only feature he had on that. Um, you heard the whole thing? Huh. Yeah, the song was okay. Um, Tory Lanez, I I I kind of uh, skimmed through the project. Um, it sounded like the same thing. You know, he's been coming out with. Um, I don't think he's progressed a little Nothing bit. Nothing special. Yeah, I don't think it was anything special about it. Stop trying to distract us from the fact that you shot a beautiful black <laughs> queen. Facts, facts, and and your hair looks like uh, Reese's peanut butter cup when you do rip yeah, off when you the, rip the, it the off paper. The, yeah. I would just like to say that you're foul because when you sent me the links for all the stuff to edit the clips for these, you were like, "Nah, Tory Lames." Yeah, Tory Lame. Yeah, his name is Tor- <laughs> Tory Lame. <laughs> also, I think a lot of his music ever since like. The thing happened with Meg, like, I just can't get that out of my head when I'm listening to it. And so I, like, judge it really harshly. And I'm like, see, but, like, you could do better. Like, your music got to be, like, top 10 for me to get past the messed up things you do. But do you think about what R. Kelly did to all the I don't listen to R. Kelly. uh, I don't listen to R. Kelly either. Whenever he, whenever you, uh... I feel like this... Ignition is not as good of a song for me to sit here and listen to R. Kelly. He's not black, too. I feel like R. Kelly kind of, like, skipped our generation. I feel like people... If Bad Bunny got accused for doing something, would that stop would. It would break my heart. I would be so sad. You wouldn't stop listening, though. I might not, but like his Z said his the music same thing about Chris so, Brown. His music is so good, though. Chris Brown, uh, uh-uh. his music is not as good for me to sit there and do that. Like some songs, there's some, some diehard brownies out there. You're some, bugging Suzanne. There's some, some diehard brownies. Brown some Chris Brown. I haven't music heard a bad Chris Brown song ever. It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's not good enough for me to sit there and give it my time and attention when there's other stuff that's better. Who? Bad Bunny. No. <laughs> Bad Bunny by the... <laughs> nah, but like, there's other music out there that gives me the same kind of vibe that isn't, you know, made by an abuser. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. Conversation for another day. Yeah, I definitely want to have this conversation another day. But um, when you mentioned R. Kelly, I feel like he low-key skipped our generation. Like, I feel like the powers that be kind of did, like, their job of, like, Like, okay, his music d- came like, out, like, when we were, like babies and like toddlers. yeah but there's other artists that came out at the same time as him that you know we we still listen to yeah but he just didn't like his, his he didn't appeal to us as much as like he did to like past generations so i get you yeah as far as tory lanes though i feel like um a big part of that is the way he handled the situation because we still don't know what happened none of us know what really happened but he stayed silent for so long you should have out the gate said nah i ain't shoot her if you didn't shoot her it's not even that but like she wasn't even out here saying nothing crazy and then he came up and did a whole bunch of extra stuff which made Mm -hmm. it seem like he was wrong he made it it was he was mad defensive about the situation and then it was album rollout exactly and he's using the whole situation for cloud it was album rollout you talk about that last uh thing that he dropped yeah 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 i said that it was the album responding to it i mean look i'm not Look, Saying everything, look, look, but look, I did look, it. Look, 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 look. Exactly. Coming like coming like Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> look, 
Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> as far as I'm not saying this whole situation is promo, but Meg got shot in the foot, and then two weeks later, what's the song with Cardi B? She probably filmed Up? that beforehand. I'm just saying. The song oh, WAP. WAP. WAP came out, which is what? Her biggest song, right? You say? Yeah. Just as you and me all know how the industry works when it comes to setting things up. I, I know Watt knows. Yeah, we do. Bro, why am I industry? Why am I industry? Come on, No, nah, but you get no. it. Like, I feel like that probably was done long before her, ex- her incident happened. And whatever. And people holding her to this crazy standard. Like, oh, yeah, but she's fine. And obviously, like, if you get hurt, you're not going to sit here and be like, oh, my foot hurts. Oh, I can't run. I can't do nothing. Like, no, you're going to try. But you can drop a single? It was supposed to drop. I guarantee you. It was Drake probably... had a sore knee, and he pushed back his whole album. Yeah. And well, that's Drake, and that's because it's Drake. The Aubrey, he he different breed. Okay, we're not gonna talk about that. I'm just saying. I think it's convenient that I don't think she. Said I think it's got... convenient that Watt came out two weeks after this came out, and I think it's also convenient that Tory Lane's whole album is him responding to. This. Nah, when I was on vac- I was in Atlantic City whenever Watt came out, and I was like, didn't she just and that, shot? Yeah, and yeah. that whole music video was like. Them, yeah, it was the album. Dancing. Yeah, <laughs> literally. But and I never seen who her am I to judge? Or I don't think she, she didn't break her foot. She got shot. It was just a wound that had to heal. All right, let me shoot you, and then uh, we'll, no. see, we'll see if you need it. Let me actually let me stop. They're gonna start calling me Von Lane. <laughs> Von Lanes. Von, Von Lanes. <laughs> uh, what else? There's one more song. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if Boogie came out yet, but um, a, a movie that uh. Pop Smoke was in is, is the soundtrack for Boogie came out and a, a new song from him called AP dropped. What in the world? Producers. I want to know why they keep coming out with Pop Smoke songs when he's been dead for over a year. Like, he had, he must have had so much work in his archive. I mean, that means nothing. Let they do that for work. everyone. No, they but, like, there's so Michael much. Jackson. <clears throat> Even Michael Juice Jackson World. Jackson came out with, like, three songs in the last, like, ten years since he's died. Michael like, Jackson has been dead for over ten years, though. Eleven years. Okay, I was off by a year, whatever. <laughs> they do that with everyone, though. I feel like this is, I feel like I've heard this song. I forgot 60 times from 60 different Yo, my people. my pop is bugging. He what? said, industry or in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why you know so much about it, Justice. And maybe that's why you're concerned. Maybe Not you're trying to figure out how to get off the streets. Not at all. I, I like it here. Well, you're the most by the streets than any of us. Bro, that's what did I do to get in the, in, in, uh, in the industry? This man was on Fallon. This you man was on... on The Breakfast Club. Exactly. This man got friends with Netflix hit shows. This man, <laughs> he knows everyone and everything, bro, you about friends, this business. You the, one, you, you the one that's... um. How you magically... Oh, I... I con- Conveniently got on Fallon randomly. Or oh, I randomly called into the Breakfast Club and randomly got in. You know how I many times I try to get Summer Jam tickets and I ain't get in once? <laughs> Bro, but you call into the Breakfast Club once and you get on. I've called into the Breakfast Club numerous times, actually. I don't believe Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't believe um, you. I think you called your industry friends. I think you called Angelie or whoever you know. Put me through the back door. And then they put through you through the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, you the one with the Instagram video booming right now. People... Booming is like 200 views. More, That's good. 200 more views than That's I'm That's booming, getting. though? Oh, you guys are all views. 200 more views than I'm getting. I'll watch your video. Nah, Von, Von, he's, he's capping right now. I need something to cope with um the 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 the, the loss that we took this weekend. Right. The L that you got the handed. The loss, too? 
We take we take L's, but you know what? We keep moving. Yeah, bro. We me and you did a what was it? Take your L and go. We did that. Take your L and go. Maybe we, y'all should take your L and go. Yep. We did. Yeah. We here. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going somewhere. <laughs> oh man, that was new music. <laughs> Oh my goodness! When we come back on the break, we got pick your poison. Uh, you can tweet us and play along at commute BNR. Pick your poisons up after the break. Don't move, <laughs> cause Justice and I are. <laughs> We're coming, calm college. Happy Monday. Fire, the double stanzas in this room is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, bro. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Vont Leak and Justice Greg. Good morning. Uh, we were all having a conversation over the break because there's some people in this room. Uh, with non-vocal opinions that um don't make sense nor matter, <clears throat> we won't we won't say any names on. Yeah, yeah. Interns wilding. We t- <laughs> we talk a lot about double standards on this show. And, uh, uh, yeah, word. And um, apparently people still don't get the message. <laughs> apparently it's, it's, it's still not processed. Apparently, uh, it's still not processing for some. Uh, guys, right now it's time to play. Okay, or not. Oh. <laughs> one more time. One more time. <laughs> this is why we lost. It's time, <laughs> it's time to play. Pick your poison. poison. Oh, man. Imagine that's what did it. Imagine? <laughs> I'm not surprised. Nah, it's not what did it. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, Justice, explain what Pick Your Poison is, brother. Pick Your Poison is basically an extreme version of Would You Rather. Uh, today's Pick Your Poison Accidentally murder your best friend or never be able to touch another person again. Uh, okay, we're not in COVID at this point in time, also. Yeah. Just imagine that. So, um, this is actually a really tough one. I don't have a best friend, so. Nah, 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 nah. You can't do that. Why? I don't. No, I really if don't. You don't have a best friend, then your closest friend. Kadir? Yeah. And then, so like, you Kadir probably. Or you never fo- touch someone you else? You follow again? Kadir, so. <laughs> Would you rather kill Kadir or never touch someone ever again? Oh, uh, this is tough because, because, because. Look, you have on one end, you're you're you're, you're killing someone. That's that's not a good option, and someone that's close to you. Um, but on the other hand, never touching any person ever again. That's not just like you know, like strangers. That's th- your th- loved th- ones. That's not even just like 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 sex wise or like kissing. You can never dap like, up your, your homie. You can't hug, hug your mom. mom. You can't yeah. hug your mom. You can't do anything like that. Like, let's say one of your close ones is in danger. Like, what if what if you're like, what if like your your dad is getting beat up or something, and you can't do anything because you can't touch someone? Well, you know what? He taking the L. Friends come and go. <laughs> damn, That's true. damn. What in the world, bro? That could deer pack. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Kadir. Yeah. Sorry, Kadir. I'll, I'll stream your album. <laughs> I'm so, he, he said he wasn't inviting me to the Rock Nation brunch, so. You invited yourself, bro. Stop. Bro, I'm not in industry. <laughs> Stop saying You know Kadir? Stop spreading. I guess so, bro. Stop spreading these lies on the airwaves. This is tough, though, because, like. <sighs> no, I'm, I think I'm going to murder. Yeah, I'm going to murder deer. I'm sorry, bro, but. I don't know, man. The thing is, with that first option, it's like you do this and then, you know, you're done. As far as, like, the second option, I'm pretty sure this is, like, like forever. Like, you can never touch someone ever again. 
Like you lose one of your like yeah one I, of your five I, senses. I probably, probably one of your more important five senses. I understand the the <laughs> I understand the magnitude of it, but I just I don't feel like that's worth not hugging my family. Like my I have sisters, I have a girlfriend, I have parents. Like hugging them or high fiving. That's just like I said. And then just out like I said outside of COVID, like you know people like people who you just want to say oh what's up to or just just I don't know. Now, for people that don't have family, maybe that is, um, or maybe people that are germaphobes, like Howie Mandel, he's a germaphobe, doesn't touch people, maybe that's, that. that's worth it. But I think at the at this point in time, yeah, I'm going to murder, I'm going to murder my best friend. Let me stop just putting Kadir's name out there. I'm just murder my best friend. I'm going to make a friend, my best friend, just so I can, but I really won't care just so I can murder them and be able to do all this. That this, way I'll be this, able to this live. Is a, this is a sick scenario you're living in right now. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, hey, buddy. Maybe hey, I'm maybe I'm the local. We haven't hung out in a while. Maybe What's I'm, up? Maybe I'm the local supervillain. <laughs> Just pick someone who owes you like five dollars. <laughs> but hey, buddy, we haven't we haven't chilled in a while. Hey, maybe I'm the local supervillain. You better watch out. Nah, I'm also picking the murdering best friend. Sorry, oh. sorry, to sorry, Shamir. Yeah. Or Randy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so sorry, sorry, Kings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tweet us and let us know what you would do. Pick your poison. Accidentally murder your best friend or never be able to touch another person again. We want to hear from you. Tweet us at CommuteBNR. We're here all morning long from 6 to 9 a.m. right here on Jersey's number one for New Indie, Brave New Radio. When we come back, Justice, we got headlines, bro? Yes, sir. We're talking about uh, the Oprah interview with... Um the King, Prince Harry, not King, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan, I believe her last name is Markle. Yeah, yeah. So uh, some controversy with Dr. Seuss books and uh, some more cartoon news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cartoon news. <laughs> we lost, so we're just that's we're, we're stuck <laughs> that's with cartoon. That's what we resorted news. to. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a sad oh, week for us here at Morning Commute, y'all. <laughs> Uh, headlines is coming up. Don't move. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your Morning Commute crew. Vont Leak and Justice Greg. Good morning. It is time for headlines. Come on, producers. It's time for headlines. <laughs> Trash. Um, so, talk, so, so, okay, so is that about to hop on a mic? Because I wouldn't know what's going on with this Oprah and um, this Oprah interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. What's going on with that? Uh, there's a lot going there's on. There's a lot to unpack with that whole situation. I know last week before the interview like came out, um, a bunch of like her past aides were talking about how she was a bully to her or she was a bully to them and how she was so mean and how like working with her was unbearable, which I honestly don't think is true. I think they just said that to um, undermine anything that she was going to say in this interview with Oprah. But she also said in the interview that the royal family didn't give Archie a title because of the fact that he was black. And that before he was even born, they were concerned the about baby, his skin color. The, the baby, the baby. yes. How's the, the baby, baby black? Because Meghan Markle's black. No, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's had black hair. Are we talking about the same? The you same. didn't know that? Meghan Markle is Prince Harry's keep, wife. I don't keep up with these. With the, the royal, I can tell. The only, the only royal family that I keep up with is the Joffers. Joffers? How do you pronounce the Joffers? From Coming to America? Oh. <laughs> the only royal family and that's, that's recent too that's Megan and Thingy and Thingy Harry, Prince Harry the disrespect maybe you the reason they don't want to go back into you see that no but like I know throughout her whole experience with the royal family they've her just, what experience her whole experience oh. with the royal family that they've been really racist and discriminatory towards her and they've just put her through a whole bunch that they haven't put anybody else through wonder why yeah I mean um, I know my mom follows up on this, and she's been she's been telling me about this here and there. Uh, this has been going on for a minute. Definitely not a coincidence. Um, I think it's a coincidence that they just try to 
come up with their Prince Royal Prince news the same weekend as Coming to America. Try to take away from the real Prince. Shaking my head. <laughs> the real Prince, yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, but um, something that you might find interesting, Vaughn, is um, the fact that uh, after like I think they left. I, I, I look. I, I don't know much about this, but I know that after they left, um, I think Tyler Perry. Um, gave gave them like a, I think a place to stay in security because yeah they um yeah I the heard royal that... family stopped uh funding like stopped giving them money yeah, and they stopped just cut give, them paying off. for security it's it's kind of crazy that Tyler Perry of all people was helping them and the royal family didn't the, uh, I think that's kind of probably why because you know Oprah and Tyler Perry are real close that's probably why that was the first place they went for the interview yeah but um I don't know. I don't. There's, yeah, I don't know a lot about the situation, but the the yeah, the fact that you have to like Tyler Perry of all people, you're supposed to be higher than Tyler Perry, gives you a place to stay. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that all about like what is? What? Oh, they also talked about how she's having a girl. If anybody cares about what she's having, because she's also pregnant right now with their second child. Why you say it like that? If no, anybody cares what she's no, having, I'm just saying because I don't know if our viewers are they keep up with the royal family, and I just found this out. Well, by... we don't, but we're reporting it. Exactly. Yeah. You said she's, she's, she's what? She's having a what? She's having a girl. Mm. Is that transphobic to say? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> too woke, baby. Um, in other news, speaking of being too woke, last Tuesday, uh, for those who don't know, it was Dr. Seuss Day. Uh, that's his, It's a day where they honor Dr. Seuss, but it's also his birthday. <laughs> what? Dr. Seuss Day? Yeah, this is a day for everything. Today, by the way, ha- is happy International Women's Day. It's International Women's Day. Y'all should be nice to me today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, uh, anyway, what were you saying? Uh, we said Women's Day. Yeah. But now. <laughs> wow, thanks. All right, your mic's going off. Uh, but now. <laughs> last Tuesday was Dr. Seuss Day, for those who don't know. But now, six of his published books will no longer be printed after Dr. Seuss Enterprises concluded that six books contain racist images. Books like. Um, these are a lot of. These are less common books. Like, I bet you can only name two books by Dr. Seuss Justice. Uh. Cat in the Hat and Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, that's really um, it. Ha- uh, red Fish. What is it? One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. Yeah, maybe that. That one. Uh, uh, what was the one with the... Uh, Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, Horton Hears a Who. Uh, who's... The, the Grinch. The Lorax. Yeah, the, Grinch. the Grinch. Okay, well, yeah. Well, these six books are uh, none of those. Uh, <laughs> one of them is called And To Think I Saw It On Mulberry Street. Uh, and it depicts an Asian wearing an Asian hat and eating from a, eating from a bowl with chopsticks. Uh, another book is called If I Ran The Zoo. You can only imagine what's in that one. Oh, God. Can you can you guess? Gorillas. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. What? That was racist. <laughs> wow. Excuse me. I didn't say anything bad about gorillas. You said something bad about. Never mind. Um, the book. Yeah, but the book contained uh, two barefoot two barefoot men wearing grass skirts with their hair tied on top of their heads, and they're depicted as African. Uh, and there's four other books, um, and they just won't be. They'll no longer be printed. But um, again, like we said with the Justin Timberlake thing, I think it's just a little bit too late. First of all, these are kids' books, and nobody's realized this anytime soon. So I think it's just a little too late. But it, like, not for them to like. I mean, there's no one to apologize. I just think like, why take it on the off the off the shelves now? 
It's been up for her. I feel like it's also really important to realize the ways that racism is taught to children in like the most minute ways because it's like something as small as like a stereotype in a kid's book can really alter the way that kids perceive people of other races. Do you think so? Do you think that's true? Yeah, like I know that I subconsciously have a lot of predispositions to people based on the things that I learned growing up and that's just scientifically proven. But the books aren't teaching them like, okay, this is what Asians look like. Not this overtly, is what black people look but like. like kids but... draw conclusions based on the things that they see. If the only Asian people they ever see are in a book about, you know, them doing this, that, the third. You don't know they that. They should go outside then. <laughs> you don't know that. There's, there's you know shows, what I mean though. There's TV me, like... shows, even yeah, kids yeah. shows that represent the type of culture though. But that, that, but they represent the culture and not just like, oh, this is an Asian man because he looks like this. They exactly, actually they the accurately point. represent the like, culture. I feel like early on that's the case. He's not accurately representing the cultures that he's talking about, and therefore kids think that that's what that's all the culture is, and that's why it's important to not show them that because that's not true. I feel like early on maybe that's the case, but I feel like we don't base everything off of the stuff we've seen from cartoons. 100%. I feel like it's it's up to the parents to kind of like correct that. I guess. Yeah, but like, if you don't, if you do less damage, there's less to correct. Which I mean, is, look, I, I think the point. I guess that's true. I think personally, you can't half open this door. If you're gonna open this door, you gotta go through everything. And if you, if we're, if we're looking at racism and cartoons and TV, we're going down the line to the beginning of TV. So. And I think that if you really care about the matter, you should sit down and do that and evaluate the ways that things are. It's. Because, yeah, the system is broken and annoying, but, like, it's going to take a lot of work to fix it. I feel like it's better to just... Act like it doesn't exist? No, not, not act, act like, like it doesn't, doesn't exist, but just leave it because it's... Well, I mean, this it's is just It's the past. Me. It's comfortable. Not even just it. it's the past, because, I mean, I mean... If it happens today, then yeah. Yeah. But if it happened 60 years ago, we know times were different 60 years ago, so why, why stress over it? Because if you really want to talk about, you know, racist imagery and stuff... Um, you know, I'm, I know a lot of y'all want to go to Disney World. You like Disney Channel. D Disney has been yeah, heavy on the racism. Yeah, they changed uh, one of their rides because it was based on um, a racist, uh, racist stuff. It's like yeah. just how things were a lot more socially acceptable back when these things were created, and it was socially acceptable for people to do these things and say these things about people. And now, as a society, we've grown past the point where that's acceptable. But I'm saying, what is the point of? pointing out every single little instance of this is going to happen that happened not, 60 years ago if we're not going to go through everything. So you might as well just every single mistake and it's like it's just, it's like saying, "Oh, well, one thing is bad, but there's so many other things that are bad, so we might as well not fix anything." It's like let's say your What did house they is, fix though? Listen to me. It's like let's say your house is broken, right? Like there's something wrong with it. Like there's a bunch of things that are messed up with it and you just don't fix any of them because it's too much. But Suzette, what did they fix? They're just taking it off the market so it can't cause more it can't what harm it's was that like, causing? It can't perpetrate more racism, Justice. But it's I still perpetrate. It's not like they're changing anything, though. They're, they're just, just they're avoiding the problem. They just are removing it. Do they even I, apologize? Doctor uh, Seuss so. is dead, so I don't think he can. Well, the Enterprises needs to do it on his behalf. You yeah, know, I thought, I thought you they know would. He's not sorry. I thought he's they dead. would. I thought the least you can do is apologize, but. I mean, they just took it off shelves. Well, I, I guess. I what does an apology very do if very there's offended. no action behind it? I think both should have happened. But you're saying because you're taking you you're you're changing with no accountability. So what's the point? I feel like change the change is the accountability. No, in the world. Like, when like was let's this... say you make a mistake and you fix the mistake. 
because you're aware of the fact that you made a mistake. You don't need somebody to yell at you and make you feel bad for making a mistake if you know what you did is wrong and you have actively addressed the issue. The best type of apology is change behavior. Exactly. But that doesn't, but that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily... mean it shouldn't be an apology. You should still voice that you did something wrong. No, but, but that, but also, I mean, again, they didn't really change anything. Yeah. They didn't change the book. They just took, they just stopped yeah, representing just, it. Exactly. They just took it completely But it off. still exists. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, yes, you're right. If 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 you're with if you're with a dude and he cheats on you, right, and you're mm-hmm. upset, and then he stops cheating on you but doesn't apologize, is it is it right? No, but I also. But so you you need the apology and the change. I would also break up with him because why? But that still, you need the apology and the change, and not necessarily, you know. You never know. <laughs> I would 100%. But it doesn't... You say that now. Regardless, they broke up with the the book, quote-unquote, because they took it off the shelves. That exactly. doesn't mean it doesn't still exist. That doesn't mean you're not still hurt because he okay, didn't apologize or he didn't change. You just you just did what they did by by running... Not running away from the problem, but running away from the problem by breaking up with them. As, a, as opposed to, you know what? Let me help you help us. Mm-hmm. In the same correlation that you could say the the book like okay. oh let's start making books that promote positivity and gender fluidity and racial equality is the same thing you could be like you know what I want this to work Mom, let's let me, let me help you not cheat what if they had asked you know the communities that were affected by this about how would they best how they would think that they should best rectify the situation and they were like yeah just stop selling the book well would you be satisfied then yeah but that's I, exactly I what that's happened. The case. Is it was it the case? They doctor, I think people just noticed it and then they just, you know, I don't Doctor Seuss Enterprises, they did um I guess they knew it was kind of racist because it was I read that they were the one they met up with some educators and reviewers and stuff, and then that's what they concluded. But I don't know if it like all came from people starting to speculate or like what initially like sparked the look thing. I'm just saying it's good that they took this off the shelves. I also think they should have apologized. But if you're going to go through this, you're going to have to go through all the stuff Disney's done. And not just, we're not t- just talking about 30, 40 years ago. This this is recent, you know? I feel like th- there's been low-key racism in, like, shows like iCarly, too. You 100%. Know? So, you can't just go, like I said, you can't just open the door halfway or crack. Lab you rats. Yeah. Why the black boy didn't have powers? I feel, <laughs> I feel like you gotta just. Salty. If you're gonna go through this, you gotta go through everything. So if something happened, I Carly, uh, why was Tebow just the crazy dude selling bagels? Yeah, like these things don't surprise me. I'd say, like I, it's not that I don't care, but it's it's. And he had to have dreads. I think like that if it would have happened today, it would be a bigger deal. But is this happened at a, at, a, at, a, at a different time? Vine is trying to be funny right now. I'm not. I'm trying to serious. make a real point. You talking about Tebow? Bro, look, come, <laughs> on, <laughs> come on, baby. I'm, I'm trying to make a real point right come here. Come on, bro. That's a real point. Listen to Justice. All right, let's let's just move, yeah, on. move this, on, this, on, bro. This is, this is too much cartoon talk. But um, obviously it was a big news for cartoons because uh, Pepe Le Pew and Speedy Gonzalez sparked a lot. What are we doing, bro? What the hell, man? Not even a yes, fall this is what from, you did to us. A fall from grace, bro. This we were nominated. <laughs> and now we're talking about Speedy Gonzalez and Pepe Le Pew at 7 a.m. in the morning. Okay. On social media. This is what we've Pepe been doing to, bro. <laughs> People, uh, people have been debating whether or not. <laughs> I'm kicked out the industry after today. Okay, okay. Let me try to do this with a straight face. People have been. This, this is not funny. Um, it's very serious, actually. People have been debating whether or not Pepe Le Pew uh, contributed to rape culture and if Speedy Gonzalez represented negative stereotypes for Hispanic people. Uh, many people were uh, quick to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> can 
cancel culture low key is getting out of hand now that we're canceling cartoon characters. But I I do agree with that though. I do think that um Pepe Le Pew is uh, perpetrating rape culture. But um a lot of people were actually um <laughs> were actually defending Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez because um a lot of Hispanic people were saying that this was like the only cartoon that kind of like represented Hispanic people. What did Pepe yeah. Le Pew do to contribute to rape culture? Did you, His did you have you not like, seen Pepe Le Pew? No. Word. It was grabbing female skunks and just kissing them oh. without consent. Oh. It's disgusting. Mm. Yeah, but like, if you can understand why Pepe Le Pew and his actions are harmful, then why can't you understand why these books should not exist? Like, just like. Are you going back to the Dr. Seuss thing? Yes. Bro, we move forward. I'm not on saying this show. they shouldn't exist. I'm just You're the saying. the problem. You keep moving backwards. We're trying to move forward in life. Right, look, look, all right, all right, now, let me clear this up. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have took it off the shelves. I think they did the right thing. I just think that they should have apologized. And I think that if you're going to go through this, you have to go through everything, mm-hmm. you know? So what's the point? I don't think it was, like, people were making it to be a big deal. Like, they're surprised. This, I'm not surprised, you know? That, I, that's all I said. Yeah, I get you. I agree with the Pepe Le Pew thing. I think that um, if, you, if you've seen Pepe Le Pew, it's, 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 it's kind of disturbing. And you can honestly tell, like, the thought process behind the people who wrote the show where they think that that kind of thing is okay when it's not at all. It's insane that that was, like, comedy for kids back then. Word. But, um, that's what I said earlier. Cer- certain things back in the day just wouldn't make it now because of just this so, not butthurt, but, like, this just sensitive culture. What do you think about Speedy Gonzalez, though? Um, I never really watched the show a lot when I was, like, a kid. Like, I heard about it a lot, but I understand the point about representation because there isn't a lot of representation for Hispanic kids in cartoons. Um, and everything that isn't, that is representation, it's all super stereotypical, focuses on people who are, like, Mexican or people who are from Central and South America as opposed to people from... Dora? Yeah, she Mexican. But that wasn't, that's not what the show centered on. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it showcased that culture as opposed to a culture that I can relate with. Because Mexican culture is completely different than, like, true, Caribbean true. culture and, like, South American culture. Yeah. As far as, um, as, as far as, uh, uh, Speedy Gonzalez, I'd say that you can go both ways. I think there are some negative stereotypes with him, but I feel like, at the same time, he probably was the only character that, you know, Hispanic kids could relate to, I yeah. guess. So, um, I mean, it could go both ways. As far as Pepe Le Pew, though, I think, uh, he should be canceled. 100%. Cancel Pepe Le Pew 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking <laughs> more cartoon news. Um, the trailer for Space Jam came out. I don't even want to. All right, we're not going to go. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not going to last long. Stop the, the hour, but. The, the, the trailer for Space Jam 2 released, and a lot of people were upset because uh, Lola Bunny got a little uh, redesign. Um, her. Uh, her breasts aren't showing as much as uh, she wasn't in the first movie, which I don't understand. Like that was twenty years ago. She's older. But I don't get what the problem are mad. is. Now they're mad that they're not. You're mad that now they're not displaying. Uh, they're not sexualizing her in the way that they did in and the I past. Have friends, so what is the I'm argu- not going to say names. I have friends that said, "Oh, I'm not watching this now." What is the argument? Is the that. argument See, now that, that like, oh, and now that we're in this woke world, her body should be put away? Is that what the argument is? No, now? No, it's just that like she as a character is not all about her sex appeal, and that's the reason for the re- redesign. Bro, I think that was all her Lizzo, character was based Lizzo's on. Lizzo's whole movie. campaign was like, "Be proud of your body," and okay, now she's Lizzo, trying to lose weight. Okay, but Lizzo, she wasn't trying to lose weight, all right, first of all. But anyways, Lizzo and... You always go wife. back to Lizzo, yo. I'm the, <laughs> the Lizzo, Lizzo agenda with you. Her you don't and let her Williams. breathe, bro. It always goes back to them. No, but point is, like, 
The way that people re- are reacting to this just shows that men only care about women when they find oh, them attractive. Oh, my God. All right. Well, is it not true? If a guy literally is like, oh, I'm not going to watch this because nope. Lola Bunny isn't hot. No, all right, first, all right, of all. first of all, all right, let's... Some guys mm-hmm. don't generalize men. <laughs> yeah, all right. There I, are men out there who behave like uh, that. There and are I, some men like, out there. Yes. If you are hurt, just say that. <laughs> Continue Not with your point, hurt, Justice. Just say that. I'm in a relationship Look. with somebody that Lizzo. Look, no, I'm not in a relationship <laughs> with Lizzo. Regardless, if I was. It, it, it does not have to do with her looks. The point is, I don't think this is a big deal. I think that um, some people, um, th- this is this is kind of ridiculous looking at it. But also, some people are arguing that um, you know not every character. They argue that some characters are kind of remade for like this kind of like woke culture, and she didn't really need to be rebranded. Um, I don't see a big deal in this. They didn't even change her OD. Like they didn't change much of her character. They made her shorts a little longer. Yeah. And changed the way that her character was designed but overall she looks pretty similar to how she looked before also i feel like the fact that um her them putting away her breasts is kind of like because there's a lot more kids that watch a lot more like stuff that space jam isn't like a kid movie or an adult movie but there's a lot more kids that watch things that are just for all the genres so if it's if they did that just to lessen the sexualization of it because there are more kids watching maybe that's it but I mean, I don't know why grown men are mad about a cartoon movie. Again, stop, stop saying that. Some grown men. I'm not. Did I say all? No. You said grown men. I, did, yeah, there are grown men who are upset about this movie. Did I say all? No. There are some. You're grown offended men. for something that I didn't say that pertained to you. All right. Are we done with the cartoon talk yeah, now? Yeah. Because this is this is a lot. <laughs> this is this is a lot. I don't I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> when we come back. Um, up next is what critiques. If yeah, y'all got, yeah, yeah. If y'all call got, in, please. Yeah, please with um non-cartoon issues. Yes. <laughs> if y'all have questions that y'all have or advice that y'all need, Justice and I are here to give our quote-unquote professional advice. JMV's critique uh, is up next. <laughs> oh goodness, I, don't, I really don't know where to go. JMV's from here. critique. <laughs> Ron, it's still. Yeah. I'm so sorry uh, for the advice y'all about to give. Bro, it's about to be fire advice. Yeah. Real experts. Yeah. If y'all, if you are on the brink of um. We'll talk about it after the break. Uh, happy Monday. Raza Sean, yo, we are your morning commute crew, Von Leek and Justice Greg. Good morning. Morning, brother. Good morning, man. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit at the top of the show. Uh, this weekend was um, the IBS Awards. Yep. We took that that fat L. Mm. Um, like I said, I'm, a, I'm upset. I definitely was upset. You know, I was a little bit more anxious about this than I feel like anybody. Yeah. Um... I mean, look, like I said, I wasn't really uh, getting my hopes up, but, um, you know, like when the day came, I was actually low-key excited to like, yo, maybe we might win. But um, we didn't. We took the L. And this uh, this this might be a blessing in disguise, bro, because, you know, this is telling us that we need to keep going, keep being consistent, and... Um, Working harder. Doing yeah, better. work harder and <laughs> lock it down next year. Do better next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was upset. I definitely was. Not at the fact... I'm not, like... I'm not salty at whoever won. I'm just... Yeah, like I said, I'm just upset that it wasn't us. But I'm not salty at all because, <clears throat> like we said last week on the show, Justice and I listened to some of the shows of all the competitors. They're all great shows. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, we weren't mad at who won. Honestly, you guys should be proud of yourselves. Like, I feel like you guys should be proud of yourselves because you don't know how... Like, isn't isn't the saying like the first million is always the hardest to make? Like your first award is always the hardest to get because you started from nothing. I know, but I just think the fact that like I think what I was banking on, and I mean, I guess like Justice said, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. The fact that like 
not even a year on the air, we were nominated. Yeah, yeah and that's an honor. That's like big, you guys man. are yeah. great. So that means we again we're still in the top five in the country, college morning Which shows. Which is still but something to clap about. To be able to say that we were first ballot mm-hmm. winners, like yeah, that, the first rookie year, of the years. Yeah, and the people that won, they well actually no, I'm not gonna say that. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything bad, but they um, they've been. I know that their show has existed for a while. They're yeah. more established. With their show. Well, I mean, I guess I'll say what I was going to say because there's no way you can fact check me. Um, They have won before. Mm. So, it was so a grant. I mean, that's not to say that we're doing trash, but they obviously have been doing something right for a minute now. Um, But again, like we said, congratulations to you guys. Yeah. Um, Congrats are, to everyone who was nominated, who won. And um, we'll be back next year. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. We got some good. I, I think we will be too. I think that. Um, I feel like where we're going right now, or where you guys are going right now with the show, is really good, and you guys yeah, are man. starting out strong. Because look, Vaughn, think about it, man. You started the show with R and Z. COVID happened. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> COVID happened, right? Then art left. Then I came along. We had to you had to adjust to that. Then you know we got into our groove, and then Z left. And now we've been adjusting. So all of that change. Maybe I'm the problem. No, no. You're thinking about it the wrong way. All of that and that you're starting to be program director and we still got nominated. Mm-hmm. So if we keep doing what we're doing and being consistent throughout the summer through whatever, mm-hmm. I think we could I think we could do it next year. Yeah. And again, I know I don't know. I mean, if this is your first time listening, we are doing morning commute throughout the summer this year. Yeah. Um, not the whole summer. We're probably going to take just a couple weeks off. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're still trying to figure that out. Obviously, we'll keep you up to date with that. Um, but morning commute will be going throughout the summer as well, just to to make up for just the lost time last year. Just because, also, again, we love doing this. You know, this is just yeah. it's, it's far beyond. Um, oh, need something to do, or just like, hey, college radio station. Like this is just something that Justice and I um, are yeah. eager to pursue. I wouldn't be waking up four thirty in the morning on Monday every week. If I, this is what I wanted to do, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. And we we put a lot of time into this. Um, that's why I, I know you were disappointed because you you know you were here from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. You've I've seen the time and the effort that you put into this show, and I know that it's yeah, really man. a labor of love for you. And I could tell how disappointed you were on Zoom. You were so sad. I was like, oh. Yeah, we uh, we recorded it. We uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I have even the video see it. on my phone. I, I watched it back and then I just I deleted it because I was just like. Damn. I don't even want to see it. Yeah. But, um, like, I, like you, I think it's just a blessing in disguise for because. Yeah, man. Just, I mean, I going. guess you don't, I mean, you don't always get what you want, what you want in life. You get, um, if you work really hard, I know uh, amazing things will happen. Yeah. And Justice and I are not neither. Well, actually, I can't say that because you're a super villain. I was going to say we're not the type to be cynical, but that is kind of your whole brand. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it it kind is. of is your whole brand. It but is. I mean, it's, that's a it's a it's a persona. Yeah, this is when it comes down to something serious like this. This is not um, we're not cynical at all. I'll say this. Um, I have this conversation all the time with, with my boy, Randy, um, who I do YouTube with. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe to Juicebox TV on YouTube. But um, we're. You know, we've been doing YouTube for like two and a half years now. And, um, you know, we, we get frustrated from time to time. Views aren't there. Subs aren't there. We're like, yo, when are we going to when are we going to blow up? You know, and I and I always tell them, I'm like, look, we're not there yet. But you got to also think there's we can be so much better. 
And I feel the same thing about this. I feel like there's still stuff that we're doing that we can make so... Haven't even scratched the surface. We haven't... Exactly. So maybe it's good that we didn't win yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's the blessing. We're still working out different... Like, there's still ideas we haven't done yet. Um... You guys still have a lot of room yeah, to improve and a lot yeah. of room to grow as like a creator. Yeah, I feel like by this time next year, there's a good chance that we'd get to that point. Yeah, I um I believe it. I don't even yeah. I don't think I believe it. Manifest <laughs> <laughs> and work hard. Don't yeah. think that you're just gonna get what you want in life by um praying. You know, yeah, yeah. with God or whatever higher power you believe is fifty fifty. Um, when we come back from the break, we got critiques. If y'all had, if y'all need professional advice from Justice and I, call us at Texas 973-720-2738. Um, we're gonna give you the best advice possible. And we mean it. The best advice probably you ever, you've ever had in your life. Facts. All the years. Uh, JMV's critique is coming up. Don't move. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, yo. We are your morning commute crew. Vont League of Justice, Greg. Good morning. I hope y'all are getting to wherever y'all going, whether you're spending your morning with us. Uh, commuting to work, commuting to school. Hope y'all ate because I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, y'all. Right now it is time for J and V's critique. Y'all got it. Y'all got questions, y'all. Do y'all have questions or advice that you need? Because we got answers. Yeah. The the best answers. Yeah. The answers. Expert. Uh huh. Answers. Yeah. You can quit. You can call at Texas nine seven three seven two zero two seven three eight. Uh, send uh, let us know uh, whatever you need your professional advice on. Some people have texted us, so uh, we're and DM'd us, so we're gonna <laughs> definitely share those right now. <laughs> yeah. You you uh, you want to start us off on? Yeah yeah yeah. Um, these are all, oh, by the way, you always remain anonymous. Uh, <laughs> I have a crush on my professor, and I'm considering hitting on him to get a good grade. But if it doesn't work, then I'm not sure if I'll get in trouble. What shall I do? Hmm. Yolo. Shoot your shot 2021. 20, yeah. I mean, look, we're, we're, we're all adults here. Well, right? she said... I'm In college, right? She's just a professor. But I'm saying, whoever this is said, um, hitting on him to get a good grade. But if you think he's cute, then, I mean, are, is it like double like double purpose? Like, is it to get a good grade or because you, you were trying to hook up with him? Uh, the real reason, yeah. We need, to know the, we need to know the reason. But yeah, we need to know your, your, your real intentions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, you know, I've never found, and I think me and you had this conversation too. I've never found like a teacher I had cute. Or Not in college. No, I didn't. In life, word. I got a couple, so. couple teachers. Couple, <laughs> couple teachers. Shout out, Miss Johnson. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm not. Gonna she say ain't her. listening. I'm not gonna say her name. She ain't listening. Um, and neither is he. <laughs> um, I feel like. I mean, go for it. Why not, bro? Because what's the worst that could happen? You get expelled. <laughs> Can you get expelled for that? He'd probably say no and then be like, all right. Then, you know, you finish the class and then you probably don't have him again. Or you probably, um, <laughs> you never had him in the first place. Now, uh, <laughs> um, you get bad. Like, he just gives you bad grades. For that? I don't know. Also, you can just do great work. I mean, you can still hit on. <laughs> you them. could actually just you know try <laughs> yeah, yeah. and study. <laughs> and then, you ever thought about that? Still that there's my advice. And still flirt. Yeah. Why don't you pick up a book? Next <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. right. one. Uh, go ahead, Jay. Uh, hey guys, I'm a junior in college, but I've been struggling to keep up my GPA. I have aspirations to start a small business making hair products, but I'm unsure if I should quit school and commit to my business full time. It would save me from wasting money. On school, and it would make me feel better mentally. 
if you're a junior, depending on where, like, if, like what semester, I'm assuming, like, you're about to be a senior because it's spring. Um, I would say just finish it out if you have two more semesters. But at the same time, I'm all about, like, doing what is better for your mental health. And so, like, if you really think that this is a better option for you in terms of financially or just mentally or even physically, your physical health, I mean, go for it. But make sure that before you start a business, and I, I say this to a lot of people because I'm a business owner also, have a business plan. Um, a proposal or just an uh, and a proposal actually so that way like you're not just going into this blindly or coldly and then cold cold and then you just it doesn't it fails then you're out of school and you're out of business yeah yeah i agree um i feel like if you take a big risk like this you, you have to have something to fall back on um i think you should always have a plan b regardless yeah. whether you this is like you're gonna fall back on something or not yeah plan b's are, are important yeah, always um as far as this situation, I'm not sure if you're already making money on this business. Um, I would probably say just finish up since you're almost done with school. But, I mean, you can always go back, right? So if, if you are able to make good money now, then go for it. You know, do whatever makes you happy. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely, um, if it doesn't work out, you know, you have school to fall back on. You can always go back. Yeah. Um, uh, I caught my dad cheating on my mom. Yikes. Uh, I want to tell my mom, but at the same time, I don't want to get in the middle of it, and I don't want to be the reason they break up. What should I do? Well, Justice, you're the one whose parents are still together, so yeah. I'm going to sit back. Yeah, you, you probably are more experienced in this situation. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> this sounds like a long time. Did you send this? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I DM'd, I DM'd their own page. Um. Uh, all right, so... This is, this is tough, because... But he needs advice on what to do so they stay together, so... That obviously didn't work if, out for me, so <laughs> that's why you're, you're more skilled. Yeah, if if your dad is is cheating on your mom and you know it, there's really nothing you can do to fix the relationship if your dad is cheating. Um, as far as, I think you should tell your dad. I think you should tell your dad. You should Man be like, up. you should be like, look, dad, I saw, you know, I know what's going on. You should tell mom, and if you don't, then I will. You know, so like. You're gonna get in the, you saw it, so you're gonna be in the situation where it, it's your situation now. Unfortunately, it's like a murder, you're in a you're kind of a witness. You're, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but you are now in the middle of this, so you can either confront your dad, you know, and be like, "Look, just tell the truth." You can tell your mom all outright, or you can just ignore it, and it's probably gonna eat away at you. You know, I feel like as an adult, this is like, because when my parents broke up, I was like five or I was like six or seven actually. So mm -hmm. like. I just had to deal with what was going on. I didn't have the option to be like, I want to get in the middle of it or I want to yeah. say X, Y, and Z. So I feel like as an adult, this might be just obviously worse because it's like you actually have an opinion of your own. You actually have a sense of the hell's going on. Yeah. So, uh, I don't have any, like I said, I don't have any advice for this. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck, Charlie. <laughs> um, last one. I asked, I asked out my crush yesterday and she laughed at me. She said... She, she says she only dates men over six feet. I'm only five five, and I'm feeling really insecure. Any advice? This yeah, is listen, Suzette. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. L listen, listen, King. Um, we were talking about double standards earlier. This whole thing about body positivity, women don't want body positivity. They want body positivity when it's convenient to them. Because don't don't look at me like that, Suzette. Because you know it's true. Because women get offended. When it comes to body positivity or things, you know, 
about them, but height is something that men can't really change. You can't make yourself I don't yourself think anybody taller. can change that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's unfortunate that some women think this way. Now, don't even turn on her mic. This is Jane V's critique. Yeah. Um, as far as what you should do, I think you should just forget about her, King. You know, it's, it's going to sting a little bit, but um, you shouldn't feel insecure. It, it's go I know find, this, this is go hard. Go find this, a queen that values you and your 5'5". Five five. I know I know it's, it's easy to say, but I mean, it's you not shouldn't, a, you slim, shouldn't, slim pickings, but you shouldn't be insecure. Just, just because you know one person doesn't like you, you know, you'll find someone who you know doesn't mind that that you're five five and that will like you. Honestly, you, know, you probably won't. Honestly, I mean, look, dating is, <laughs> dating is pretty trash now. Twenty twenty one, bro. Yeah. I would honestly, my real advice, my real honest advice is get a pet. Get a pet so you won't be as lonely. Or a get a turtle. Piece, you know? get, a, get a no get, commitment. Get, get a bunny, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, a bunny. something that will love you unconditionally. Maybe a dog. But because it's tough out here, it's tough out here, and the Hard fact that you're five five, um, maybe you get some some shoe lifts, some know? stilts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Good do, luck, do Charlie. Some, yeah, yeah. Uh, good luck to you. Mm-hmm. To all of y'all. Yeah. And that was JMV's critique, y'all. Once again, if y'all have questions that y'all have, advice that y'all need, you can always call the text nine seven three seven two zero two seven three eight. When we come back, I'll be celebrating a woman. As I should every day, but specifically, <laughs> we'll do it today. <laughs> I'll do it once a week, at a, once every week. Uh, clap for the Queens coming up after the break, so don't move. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, yo. We are your morning commute crew, Vont Leak and Justice Greg. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. It is Women's History Month. Isn't it International Women's? women's yep. Y'all get a whole month and a day. And a day. And contrary to popular belief, Vont Leak respects and loves women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today, today, Vaunt, all month long, is going to highlight a very beautiful young queen. Who is the Who is the popular belief? <laughs> we, we all know, bro. Okay, women. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, women. Lizzo. The masses. The masses. Yeah, man. Like Justin said, it's Women's History Month. Today is actually Women's History, uh, where it's International Women's Day. So salute to the queens out there today for Clap for the Queens. I want to celebrate an amazing actress, a fashion icon, and overall a beautiful queen, the one and only Zendaya. Zendaya took off when she got her first major role in the beloved Disney Channel series Shake It Up and she continued to break barriers from the age of 13. She was the lead in another successful Disney Channel series, which uh, Casey Undercover. She was a uh, runner-up and at the time the youngest contestant ever on Dancing with the Stars. She did The Greatest Showman, the Spider-Man movies, what, Far, what is Far From Home and what's the other one? Uh, homecoming. Yeah, Homecoming. Uh, she became the youngest primetime Emmy winner for her character Ruin Euphoria and her most recent film Malcolm and Marie. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because Zendaya is just that good. Even though she's a 24-year-old who's been playing a high schooler since before she was a high schooler, she has range. And her hard work and talent deserves to be acknowledged. And last night it was. Last night was the Critics' Choice Awards. Don't know what that is, but... Uh, what the difference is, just so many award shows. Uh, but Zendaya became the fifth ever recipient of the See Her Award. See Her is the largest global movement for gender equality with a mission to accurately portray all women in media and entertainment so that they see themselves as they truly are. And the See Her Award is for women who, uh, it's for, uh, specifically one woman who pushes boundaries, defies stereotypes, and acknowledges the importance of authentic portrayals of women in entertainment, all of which, in my opinion, Zendaya has slash have done. Or it's the same thing, has done slash is doing. Uh, she's played a struggling drug addict. She's played a spy. 
She played a teen on a national dance show. She's played Spider-Man's love interest, damn it. And she's only 24. Justice, take a guess. There's only four other recipients. Just take one guess. at any, or Take a guess at any one of the other four recipients of, the, of this award. Um, hmm. Three of them are, or I believe three of them are white. One of them is black, and you could potentially guess it. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, you know the you know the black woman. You probably wouldn't guess her, but you know who she is. Yeah, I'm blanking on the name. Um, Viola Davis. Ding ding ding! <laughs> Great guess. Thanks, man. Viola Davis. Uh, she was the first ever recipient. Then Gal Gadot. Don't know who that is. Claire Foy and Kristen Bell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still don't know. Uh, yeah, like I said, I've I've heard of all four of these women. I just don't. And I've only seen movies that Viola Davis and I've, Kristen Bell is what Anna. And and she's like a Disney princess, like uh, voice actress. Um, but regardless, this is a true honor for Zendaya. And not only did she win the award, but she's the youngest recipient of it so far. So she's in the top five of the winners of this award. And as we all learned this weekend, it's still, I guess, an honor to be top five. <laughs> um, aside from her acting, Zendaya is an artist, an activist, a philanthropist, and a fashion icon. And I'm thankful. But I'm able to say that I've, along, I guess you two also, have seen this queen and her glow up from the bottom to here. I'm eager to see what else Zendaya has in store as she continues, as she continues to accomplish throughout her career. And I'm hoping to see her write and direct some projects of her own someday. So once again, congratulations and salute to Zendaya. Clap one time for Zendaya. Yes, sir. Shout out to Zendaya, man. Zendaya... Mm-hmm. Zendaya is great. Like everything I've seen her in, she's she's excelled in her role. You know, she's and she's just getting started. She's, she says she's twenty four, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy man. If there's one other person I could see winning this award in the future, it'd be Marseille Martin. She plays um Jesus uh, Diane in Blackish, and mm-hmm. she plays um that movie with Tiffany. I think Tiffany Haddish Little. Ah, uh, the girl and she and she produced. She was a producer. Yeah, what? She's like, yeah, she has her own production the company. Everything, yeah, she has her own production company. Oh, everything. That's why I said I think nuts. she would. Uh, she'd win this award, and she's fourteen, sixteen, something like that. She's younger than us, That's younger crazy. than me, and I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest in the room. So That's crazy. So I definitely could see her winning this award, but um, but yeah, like we said, salute to Zendaya. Um, we don't know what it was like to win an award this weekend, but we know that you deserve it, Queen. Facts. Salute to Zendaya. Salute. When we come back, Justice, what we got? We got some we got some pretty crazy WTF news. We're gonna talk about JT from City Girls. China's uh new anal swab um mandate. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> a lot more. A lot more coming up. Yeah, WTF news is up after the break, so don't move. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute. <laughs> Shout out to Lucy Bird. <laughs> we are your morning commute crew, Von League and Justice Gray. Good morning. Y'all, right now it's time for some uh, some stories that were too crazy to make the headlines. It's time for WTF News. Uh, Jay, you want to start? Yeah. Um, JT from the City Girls. Uh, By the way, these stories just, they make us say WTF. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. You just love interrupting me, huh? <laughs> they just, they make you say WTF just for a number of reasons. They know what WTF News is. It's in the title. What if they thought it meant Wednesday, Thursday, Friday news? <laughs> it's a possibility. It's Monday. We talked about stuff that happened last week earlier. Uh, City Girls JT hasn't had the best experiences on Twitter over the past few months. But uh, on Saturday, she once again found herself in some controversy um, on Twitter. 
Uh, she had an interaction with a fan named Shadai Randolph. I hope I'm not getting that name wrong. Um, who reached out to her, um, talking about her fight against cancer. Uh, Shadai said, hey, JT, sorry to bother you. I, I know I said this uh, before, but I'm a fan of yours, and I think you're amazing and funny. Seeing you help me, seeing you helps me. I'm sorry, this is some typos in this tweet. Seeing you helps me keep my spirits up when I'm in pain, I'm dying, and have cancer. You said you would DM me, but you never did. I would still like to FaceTime you for five minutes, if possible. Love you. Did she DM her this, or was this uh, no, this she was commented? Oh, okay. She commented. Um, so then JT blocked her. And then um, a lot of people commented on Shadai's post. was like, oh, what happened? Did she respond? She's like, nah, she blocked me. So um, JT thought that this fan was a bot. Um, and fans didn't like this. And um, they attacked her for it. They're like, oh, why are you blocking a random fan with cancer for what? That's so mean. Um, so that let JT respond saying, I almost went live to explain myself. And remember, I don't owe y'all ish. I don't even do nothing I, I don't even, even do, do... I didn't even do ish. Just making up, up ish. ish. Go ahead. Uh, I followed her back and everything WTF. Before I could actually get a call, she was spamming me. I went through her page and thought it was fake. I gotta be getting... I gotta be getting bigger. The hate coming from all angles, no matter how it goes down, I'll always win. Um, I kind of... I kind of understand her in this situation. Um... This sounds like something like a bot would probably say. Or Celeb someone, yeah, celebrities or don't like online. to be bombarded with things. That's not to say, I mean, if she did block her, there was no need for that. Yeah. I mean, especially just because, I mean, she was a... And she, a said, she said B4, like B number four. Yeah. Who, who does that? That's kind of weird. But... Um, a bot? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, I don't think she's wrong in this situation. Who, like, you don't think JT's wrong? Nah. I mean, she made a mistake, but she followed her afterwards, so like... What is there to apologize about? I feel like people got the FaceTime though. People who love to get mad, bro. If this was Danny Lay, this would be a whole bigger deal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, bro. It'd be a whole bigger deal. Mm. Um, in other news, speaking of bigger deals, uh, listen. (laughs) What? (laughs) Listen, bro, if you're traveling to China anytime soon, watch your backs. Literally. (laughs) Some Chinese cities are requiring visitors to take the anal swab COVID test. Officials from other countries have obviously not been happy with this, including Japanese officials, because some of their citizens who visited China were, quote, caused great psychological pain due to this test. I would imagine physical as well. (laughs) Uh, Chinese doctors say the tests are performed to catch silent carriers of COVID. um, But the novel but coronavirus can be detected because it can be it can be detected in your poop for longer and much quicker than it can be detected in your nose and your throat. Um, and there are some people even in Ch- within Chinese cities that are already forcing to get tested. While it's not mandatory in every situation right now, it is common practice. So I hope you're not planning to visit China anytime soon unless you... um. That sounds painful. Unless you uh would prefer the anal swab. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds painful, man. I am, if, if, if this is true, I'm, I'm definitely not going to China. <laughs> Damn, we can't cancel our flights. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to China anyway, but I'm definitely not now. Not anytime soon. Not until COVID is behind us. <laughs> in, other, in other news, uh, a new uh, right, in other news, a new PlayStation patent appears to detail a literal banana as its PS5 controller. 
Um, the description with the original patent f filing reads, <laughs> it would be desirable if a user could use an inexpensive, simple, and non-electronic device as a video game peripheral. Just say controller, bro. Uh, the patent doesn't really go into specifics. And it only really shows like a banana. But um, how do you feel about fruit being turned into remote controls? <laughs> I don't. This is a weird day for news, bro. I don't even this like. This is a weird, weird day. I don't know. <laughs> Finally, like, the fruit sitting in my room can get I, put to good use. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know you don't like game like that. I I used to game a lot. I game sometimes. I've never in my life <laughs> what been in my kitchen a, and what thought, if I could use you know what? <laughs> it would be really convenient if I could use this banana as a remote instead of my remote. Um. I don't I don't get this. I don't know why they're doing this, but um I mean, I, it does it does it even help the environment? I don't know. And like how long can you use it? The same I guess. Not, you know how much money you have to waste on bananas? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the I'll just buy a remote. The <laughs> the efficiency of a of a fruit is it going to be more than bananas or as right now it's just bananas. The bananas are the prototype. Yeah, this what is going to be this is going to be just as Grapes. efficient. <laughs> this is gonna be just as efficient as these uh these anal swabs. I'm telling you, they're gonna be they go hand in hand. As soon as you get an anal swab, you are you automatically get a a a, a fruit controller. Fruit controller. Yeah. I mean, it may be convenient, but should have anal. Yeah, I'm, bro. We kept, we talk about anal swabs a lot on this show. Yeah, yeah. Way too much. Mm-hmm. It's the pain in the ass. <laughs> 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 Got me there. We're killing it, y'all. We're nominated. We're nominated. <laughs> maybe we would have won best comedy program. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we missed our call. <laughs> that was WTF news, y'all. We got closing remarks and morning motivation in 30 seconds. Don't move. Happy Monday. Morning commute. And then I went to this haunted attraction thing with uh, a couple girls from high school. And then... Mm. Was and it then, a haunted house or was it just a house? I didn't say it was a house. <laughs> Did I say house? I meant you attraction. You just went to a girl's house. No. <laughs> you had some attraction. Well, I... I... <laughs> uh, man, you wouldn't know about any of that. <laughs> Tune in to Morning Commute Mondays from 6 to 9 a.m. here on Brave New Radio. Raza Shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Von League and Justice Greg. Great show today, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you for spending your mornings with us. We hope you got to your destination safely. We hope that y'all have a great day at work, great day in class, great day with your baby daddy, wherever you're doing today. Hope you have a great day and enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back next Monday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Even though we didn't win, we're the nation. We're, we're William Patterson's number one campus morning show. Facts. Yeah. Uh, if you missed today's episode or you want to re-listen, you can listen to the full episode again at GoBrave.org or on all podcast platforms, as well as checking out video clips on Brave New Radio's YouTube channel. Guess what that is? YouTube.com slash Brave New Radio. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Speaking we, of YouTube. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to Juicebox TV new on YouTube. New yeah. supervillain show coming this week. New skit on YouTube.com slash Vaunt League. Yes, Justice sir. and I's new, uh, not new, but Rumor Report, which is a WPTV TV show. Um, a new episode came out last week, so tune into that. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Rumor Report. Um, and stay tuned for more bra uh, great programming here on Brave New Radio. We got DJ Rissa B up next. At 11, we got uh, jazz programming from Radio Vieques. Uh, 3 p.m. It's only intermission. 5 p.m. I think that's at 5 or 7. At 7, we have WP Sports Report. And at 9 p.m., concentrated all with DJ Ham Solo. 
And yeah, stay safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, all that good stuff. We got some morning motivation for us, Vaughn? We've been dwelling on it all day, man. But after the events that took place this weekend, I just want to say, you may be disappointed if you fail, but you're destined to be doomed if if you don't try. And with all that being said, please stay safe. Have a blessed week. Talk next week. Is it-